Well, hello and welcome to Straight Talk About Money with me, your host, Coach Chris. Have you ever uttered these words? I wish I'd learned about money in school. Well, if so, this podcast is for you. I want to take the mystery out of your money world so you can take back control of your money and stop living from pay to pay. I want to be able to talk simply and plainly about all things money. So if you have questions, and I know you do, then send them in to me at podcast at coachchris.com.au. And let's take the mystery out of money so that you can save, give, take a trip, buy your own home, retire, become a millionaire, whatever it is you want to do with your money, I want to help you. So join me and start your journey towards a strong financial future today. Well, welcome to Straight Talk About Money with Coach Chris. Really good to have you along um, to our podcast and hope you're keeping well and enjoying this very, very wintry weather that we're experiencing here in Adelaide, South Australia. Um, We have been talking quite a lot over the last few weeks about um, the cost of living rising And we're hearing a lot in the media about the rising cost of living. And, you know, I thought it's okay talking about the fact that costs are going to rise, but let's have some practical suggestions on how we can actually do better financially by honing into the areas that we can actually save on. So I did a bit of research all around the internet of what other people are saying with regard to how to save money. And I've got a collection of things that I've put together as well as the the ways that I would normally save and the ways that I would start to reduce expenditure when I feel that things are getting tight. Um, And realistically, when you try and reduce Um, expenses and you reduce what you're spending on everyday lifestyle, it just gives you the opportunity to be able to breathe a little bit and really have a look at what is it that I'm trying to do? How much extra funds do I need to find for my bills, for, you know, the cost of living going up? Or can I actually live on less? So it just gives you that time to stop and really take stock, which is what we have been talking about over the last few weeks. So I've separated it into different sections, how to save money on everyday household items, saving money on fuel, transport, that type of thing, saving money on utilities and how to reduce your grocery bill. And then right at the end there, I've got a section on how to actually save up. So here we go. Let's go through the list of what I've discovered. So saving money on everyday household items. One of the things that I noticed was uh, the amount of money that people spend on paper toweling, that type of thing. So why not use reusable cloths? And one of the things that we do in my family is that when you get some old clothes that you don't need any longer, then we always cut them up for rags. So T-shirts make great dusters. Underwear also makes great dusters as well. If you want to be doing that, flashing your old um, jocks around the place, that would be fine. Um, and, but using old clothing for rags, um, or even repurposing old clothing for something else. I actually saw someone online who was making their new cushions out of old jumpers and things like that. So constantly looking at repurposing some of your household items, 
Things like Ziploc bags, they are extremely expensive when you keep buying them over and over again. And there are certain places that will actually sell reusable silicon bags so you can actually wash them between use. So um, people will often send um, their children off to school with Ziploc bags. Um, Although I have known some families using baking paper, but again, you still have to keep buying the baking paper. And so I've seen a few wax uh, beeswax wraps coming into into vogue recently where you can reuse those as well. So talking about baking paper, if even if you use that for things like baking on your tray and then using it once and throwing it away, you can actually buy silicon baking mats so that you can re-wash, you can wash them and reuse them. The other thing is stop buying plastic water bottles. You know, we see them on the supermarket shelves and actually it feels like you're not spending very much because it costs very little. But I don't know about you, we in in, in our household, we have a rainwater tap that we use to drink. Some people don't like the sound of that. We absolutely love it. So we always fill up our glass water bottles with uh, rainwater. Other people will use their... Um, purified water into glass bottles. But try and not buy those plastic water bottles. For one thing, they just get discarded into landfill. But other other than that, they are actually quite expensive to keep using them. The other thing is when you shop around for new appliances, some people are really good at this. And there are certain programs out there that you can tap into to find out what a great appliance is when you do need one. We recently had to buy a new fridge and it was great to use um, a, a company that would actually give me an idea of what the best um, appliance would be of the best type of fridge for what I wanted. So that's really a good idea. So always shop around for new appliances. And always remember that cheap shops are not always the cheapest. I have been caught out so many times thinking I'm going to get something cheaper by going to one of these cheap dollar stores or, or you know, cheap shops. And in actual fact, what I wanted was more expensive than going to a department store. So really be very careful of that and make sure you're shopping around. Um, And whenever possible, buy secondhand. I'm not just talking about clothing, but appliances too. Sometimes buying a secondhand appliance um, works really, really well. And I know when we were just starting out, actually buying a damaged um, product. So I don't mean an absolutely not working product, but again, it was a fridge and we actually went to a shop where, uh, you could buy a product that had been slightly damaged. So there was a, there was a little bit of a dent in the door, but the actual fridge was brand new and we had a huge discount knocked off it because of that. So consider doing that. That will help you with saving on everyday household items. I'm sure you've got lots more and I'd love to hear what you have to say, actually. With regard to saving money on transport, this was a bit of a tricky one because realistically, I think many of us are very conscious of where we're going, how far we're traveling, because the cost of fuel is so high. But, you know, there are a few alternatives. Yes, sometimes you absolutely do need to use your car, but public transport is seeming to be reasonably 
um, priced at the moment. Now, there may be a time when it does go up, but if you do choose to use public transport instead of your own car, then you're saving money on fuel, you're saving money on rego, insurance, all of those kind of things. Maybe you can't cut down to no car, but maybe you can go from two cars to one car. Some people have a three-car household. So just reduce down to one car and, um, yeah, try and make that as economical as you can, but otherwise use public transport or walk or ride a bike. Those things cost absolutely nothing and it will also help you to keep fit and healthy. And who knows, you may be able to give up your gym fees. Um, what about saving on utilities? When I'm looking at people's budgets, the area that really is a problem to families and they constantly are seeing prices going up and up and up are on the utilities. So things like water, electricity, gas, that type of thing. Look, I'm not, um, an expert on this, but one of the things that I have noticed that sometimes people don't understand is understanding how their solar panels work. So a lot of people will not understand, you know, why am I still getting an electricity bill when I've got solar panels? Well, if you're out at work every day and you are producing electricity from your solar panels, but you're not using it during the day, it's going back into the grid. Yes, you're getting some money for that, but it depends on your feed-in tariff, whether you're getting a lot or a little. And then when you come home at night and the sun's gone down, you're not using your solar energy anymore. You're actually using electricity from the grid. So what I suggest is to really understand how your solar panels work. And if you can, put that load of dishes on in the morning before you leave for work once the sun's come up. If you can do your washing, set your washing machine just before you go to work and hang it out when you come home. So try and reduce the amount of electricity you're using in the evening and try and do more in daylight hours. Of course, this becomes a lot more difficult when uh, we're in winter, because sometimes we seem like we're heading to work in the dark and we're coming home in the dark. But be just be very conscious of that, even with your washing, if you can leave your washing to the weekend and do it all, you know, on a Saturday in the daylight hours, you'll actually be tapping into your own solar um, energy there. And then, of course, there's always the idea of getting a battery for your solar energy. Of course, that costs money, but I'm sure, but I, I do know for definite that there are government rebates on at the moment. So maybe that's a way to actually look at getting rid of your electricity bill, electricity bill entirely. Another thing that a few people that I know uh, do is they turn off their electricity at the power points. They turn off their lights at night. They use candles and they see it as a kind of, um, energy-friendly, bill-reducing, planet-saving um, protocol, if you like. So they actually enjoy sitting in candlelight at night. I know we personally, my husband doesn't necessarily enjoy candles, but um, if it's just really the smell of them, um, I, I actually don't mind. I quite like the flicker of a candle. But even if you just have one lamp um, on the kitchen bench, just so that you can make a cuppa in the evening, and just to light the area, just dimmed lighting. You don't really need to have full lighting on in an evening when you're not necessarily doing any major work or any major close work. So just rethink realistically how you're using your electricity, your gas, all of those things, and see if you can reduce it by being a little bit more conscientious about that. <music> 
I think the big one for many people is how to reduce the grocery bill. And that's something that is constantly at the forefront of families who are growing, whose children are no longer having childlike appetites. They're having adult appetites because we've got these teenagers growing and having a voracious appetite. So um, some of the things um, that I've found that really works very well and the most important, this is the one thing that I find that families reduce their grocery expenses by doing that, this, and that is to have a meal plan. If you take the time, set aside some time once a week to write down a meal plan and then from that make a shopping list and go to the shop once a week, you will save a huge amount of money because I can guarantee you if you have to go back to the shop two or three times in the middle of the week, you will not come out with that just one litre of milk that you needed. You'll come out with several things that you saw and it just naturally increases your grocery bill. So be very conscious of that. Try and do it in one um, visit to the grocery shop, whether you shop at one or two or three different places, just once a week going and see if you can freeze things like your milk and, and that type of thing. So you don't have to go back again, freeze your bread, that type of thing. Uh, so I strongly recommend that. Um, taking your own bags to the supermarket. Can you believe they're actually charging us? I think it's 10 cents a bag. It's just ridiculous. So definitely take your own bags to the supermarket. One way that we found was really good was to drink water and not soft drink. So we never buy soft drink unless people are coming around. Sometimes we'll buy it then, but usually we just drink water or coffee and tea. That's what we tend to drink. Um, the breakfast juices, no, don't do it. And uh, soft drink, no, don't do it. It costs a lot of money. And if you're trying to save money, then drinking water is better for you and also better for your hip pocket. Remember to use your leftovers well. I actually heard someone on the radio the other day talking about this and people's ideas. And when I was thinking about this, I actually uh, walked out to have my evening meal and my husband had made dinner um, last night for me. And we actually cooked up a big stew on the weekend because we were having people over for dinner and there was some leftover. And when I went out there, he was, he cooked the evening meal and he just cooked a whole plate of veggies and poured over the remainder of the stew onto the veggies. And it was delicious, really, really nice and did not cost very much at all. So really have a good look at how you're using your leftovers. Plan for leftovers. Don't just leave them in the fridge to go rotten. One of the things that I do is when I've stopped buying chicken legs and chicken wings and that type of thing, I buy a whole chicken. We get one or two meals out of it, sandwiches, and then we boil up the bones and make soup. And that's another meal. So something like a complete chicken is a lot cheaper than buying individual portions and marinated portions, marinated meat. Goodness me, that costs so much more than just the plain meat. So marinate your own food. <laughs> Consider by baking your own bread. I've actually had a go at this and, and it does take a bit of organizing of your time, but it can be done. And it's actually really delicious and it's very filling. You actually don't need as much. So consider having a go at that. Uh, there are packet mixes out there. I'm not sure how they compare because I would probably opt for buying my bread flour in bulk. But my daughter actually did tell me the other day that you can just use any really good plain flour to make a loaf of bread. You just need yeast. So there you go. 
Uh, but do check out buying in bulk. So not just for flour, sugar, grain, that type of thing, but um, even buying your meat in bulk. If you can share with another family, you will often find that's a lot cheaper than um, buying it in individual packs at the supermarket. One thing that I would steer clear of if you're trying to save money on your grocery bill is shop bought cakes, biscuits and muffins. It really takes very, very, very small amount of time to make a batch of muffins. I made a batch on the weekend. It took me 15 minutes and then I think it was 20 minutes in the oven. The smell was delicious. They tasted delicious and I had everything in the cupboard that I needed to use that. So consider doing a bit more baking. Um, and I was, I have on my list there, stop buying tins of soup and two minute noodles. Really, you know, you can throw together a batch of soup with hardly anything. Um, another thing that I did discover when I was researching ways to save money was, um, when you see herbs on, uh, fresh herbs on sale, why not buy a heap of them and stick them in a freezer bag and put them in your freezer? And when you need them, You've got them there washed and ready and just break some off for what you need. Other than that, consider drying them or use dried herbs. I do like the fresh variety, I must admit, and I've been trying to grow a few in the garden and that's great. Mint grows prolifically and is always available, so I never have to buy mint anymore. But some of the other ones can be a bit tricky. But another one that I've noticed is there is always rosemary in your neighbourhood. Don't ever buy that at the shop. Just go for a walk and cut some off um, one of the uh, rosemary bushes that the council have um, planted. So even things like um, buying bulk in your laundry detergent, I have found that that definitely works. Cleaning products, you can substitute things like vinegar and bicarb of soda. You don't have to buy these fancy products. Um, and, you know, if you really are uh, trying to, to um, tighten the money belt, don't buy lollies and chocolates. You know, that will help you actually tighten your belt anyway because you'll lose some weight. But, uh, um, you know, they are things that you really don't need to buy. And I'm quite sure that if you try, you will be able to bake something very delicious. So I hope that gives you some idea. I think I've looked at everything. There was one that I did see and I'm too scared to actually tell you, but all right, I will do. One person suggested reusing your tea bags. Gosh, I don't know that I would do that. However, I did make a, a cup of peppermint tea last night and I only jiggled the bag for about two or three jiggles. And I did think, gosh, that is actually a waste. I could probably get three cups out of this one peppermint tea bag. But there you go. Some people will not even think about that. But uh, actually, there is one other one that I would, I'd like to say as well. Things like um, making your own pizzas is cheaper than buying them ready-made and making your own pizza sauce. Really easy. Just boiling up some tomatoes. There's lots of recipes out there. Pinterest is an amazing resource. So use that one too. Okay. So last but not least, I want to talk to you about you, how you actually save. So let's say you are you're going ahead you're spending less at the grocery store. And let's say, for instance, that you used to spend $300. You were concerned because the cost of living had gone up to 350 And by cutting back, you've managed to only spend 250 What do you do with that $50 save? Well, you put it away. If you were going to spend it anyway, put it into a savings account and watch as the weeks go by, watch that mount up. 
Another way of saving is to make sure that you save first. So before you start distributing all of the money, put some savings away. Be realistic. It's no good putting it away, drawing it back, putting it away, drawing it back. It really is disheartening. But make sure that you are saving first. And if you have cut down on your buying your takeaway coffee, then why not put away the amount that you used to spend on the other takeaway coffee into your savings account and then you will definitely save. Some people like to put their change in a jar and save it, never to take it out unless it's for an actual purpose. That's a great way of saving if you use cash. Um, Selling unwanted items, I am sure you've got lots of things around the house that you can sell because you're no longer using them. And so make sure that you're selling them and gaining some money. There's a lot of people out there looking at Facebook Marketplace at the moment, so make sure you make the most of that. And when you save money on a purchase because you've shopped around, why not consider putting the money that you saved into your savings account? So there you go, a few tips on surviving the rising cost of living there. Hope you can take away a few things from there. And if you've got any um, other tips, please feel free to email them to me, podcast at coachchris.com.au. And I hope to talk to you next week.